This podcast is brought to you by Flocker Knockers Coffee Company. No gimmicks, just freshly roasted coffee when you order. Creating the best tasting coffee with flavors from around the world. So coffee up at www.flockerknockers.com. I left my home, the world to roam. It's been now 12 years gone. From a boy to a man was a dreadful short span. As I journeyed to valleys beyond, now the king, he has spoken, and battle has broken. I'm wise on the ways of the world, long on the sword, as we seek our reward. To see our flag unfurled, sailed by starry dark night, our longship crossed the sea, where a hundred headless horsemen guard the gates of Galilee. Each dawn's daily dance of death through battle smoke like dragon's breath. With echo, axe to armor chink, each onslaught we rebuffed. You can invite the devil for a drink if you think you're man enough. Heavy's the head that wears the crown when the blood of brothers beckons weak is the sword as it lies on the ground. If there's a will, there's a way. There's a weapon, but once the battle has ended and our journey's been made, There'll be air in my lungs and blood on my blade. As was foretold, our flag was unrolled in the past. Now, once again, Vikings prevail each time we sail in the age of wooden ships and iron men. Welcome back to another episode of the Coffee Up Podcast. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about some of the first pirates to ever set sail. And that was the Vikings. So... Vikings were warriors and traders. They originated from the Scandinavian regions. And they were depicted as a fierce invader. And they were, but they were a very complex society and they had a lot of rich culture in their society. And, but they really had advanced shipbuilding skills and they had a great urge for um, exploration. The Vikings were a Norse society. Their their hierarchical manner was structured in a in a way, a way with kings, nobles, and farmers, which the farmers of course constituted the social class of people. You know, then they had their gods, um, which most famously known as Odin, Thor, Freya, and Frey. You know, they all played different roles in their lives. You know, they were like I said. It's, very very skilled craftsmen they uh they had a lot of intricate metalworking and woodworking and textiles in their art um i know some of their armor and things like that were very very advanced for the time and used the some of the best metals during the time that was available the vikings seen a whole lot of success in their explorations and raiding um, and that was done by the types of ships they built. You know, they had a very advanced, unique technique for the time that they did. So their ships were a long ship, and it was characterized by their shallow drafts and flexibility, which allowed the Vikings to navigate both open seas and very shallow rivers. You know, gave them a strategic advantage in surprise attacks. In a raid, a Viking ship could be hauled right up onto the beach 
and you know the Vikings could jump out and start fighting real quickly. And also, with that ship being hauled up on the beach, gave them the opportunity for a quick getaway if they needed it. You know, these ships were designed to carry all everything they needed for the sea, which, for example, are like your drinking waters, your dried meats, tools, weapons, and furs. Viking ships had a very distinct features about them. At the very front of the ship, they would have a fearsome creature like a dragon, um, and that was designed to scare the enemies and put fear in them. Um, you know, the the ship also had a very large single square sail. It was made of woven wool. And then on some of their ships, they actually have it where the sail could be folded down if there wasn't enough wind, and then the ships could be rowed with uh, long wooden oars. Fun little fact about the ships, they could actually sail about 10 miles per hour on the sea. So alongside of the ships, they would have shields going around, and that was designed to help defend the ships. And the cool thing about the shields, they were all hand-painted, and they could be removed at any time they needed them to be. And at the back of the ship, there was a large steering oar, and uh, it was controlled by one person. And typically, most of your Vikings, they were right-handed, so the steer uh, was put on the uh, right-hand side of the ship. The ship itself was built from long planks of wood and was held in the place by wooden pegs and iron rivets. The wooden planks on the side of the boat were overlapped, which, of course, gave the ship its strength. And they called this clinker building. On top of the Vikings being great craftsmen, they were exceptional warriors. Their culture was based around war. They were fighters. So it was fighting. So fighting was actually very important to the Vikings. You know, when they attacked and raided settlements, they would find treasures and slaves they they the wars were fought as if they were they were not afraid of death and they 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 fought to take more land and control more land so viking would typically use long bows or and arrows of course with spears a long sword or axes when they went into battle um they would have a shield with them as well Though they didn't wear a whole lot of armor, um, they might have had some iron helmets or, you know, a little bit of a chain link coat or anything like that. But most of the time, they did very minimal armor. And the shield that they carried would be uh, round or wooden, and it was for protection. So some of the Vikings actually um, were called berserkers. And what that was is these berserker Vikings believed that Odin, who the god of war was, gave them a superhuman power. And they they would wear a um, type of animal skin on them, like a bear or a wolf or anything like that, and go into battle. And they would have, that would be their only armor. They wouldn't have any protection like that. And they would get, uh, and they would go into battle like that. And they thought that Odin gave them that superhuman power. 
And right before these berserkers would go into battle, they'd get themselves all worked up and charge right on in. But typically, other Vikings, other than these berserkers, when they would go into battle, what they would do is they would fire arrows first. And that, what that does is, of course, tries to kill the enemy um, or injure them as many as possible. And that's from a distance. <clears throat> when the enemies got closer, they would throw the spears to do more damage. And then once the enemies were close enough, they would attack with swords and axes and while defending themselves with a shield. When a Viking would enter in a battle, they didn't fear death. And this is kind of what thought process behind it was thought that would give them the ability to be such great warriors. Um, now, so according to the Viking mythology, you know, if you're a warrior and you fell in battle and you were great greeted by this Valkyrie and that's a soup, which is a supernatural female figure. And this Valkyrie would take you, who died in battle, led you into from the battlefield to Odin's um, hall, which um, was built of weapons and armor, and it was called Valhalla, and it was basically your promised land as a Viking warrior. You know, and these Vikings would be able to eat and drink and battle with the gods is what's thought behind it, because Odin, he was their god of war. But the biggest part of whenever you were entered into Valhalla, um, the Vikings believed they would get to fight with the gods, especially Odin, you know, because they believed that they um, a battle was occurring, a cataclysmic battle, and it was called Ragnarok. And this is like an Armageddon. It's the battle at the end of the world. You know, it's where these gods like Odin and their these humans, these warrior humans of Vikings, they will march out, march out, and they will fight against like these frost giants, fire giants, trolls, basically mythological creatures that were going to attack onto um, Asgard, and they were going to protect it and get the fight and carry on what they did in the their world into the afterlife. Um, so they would get the fight beside Odin in this battle to, of all battles. If you were a Viking, <laughs> if you didn't die in battle, it was very disgraceful in their minds. So if you died of old age or illness or anything like that other than battle, it was a disgraceful death. And then so then you would transition into the underworld uh, where you did not get that seat into Valhalla and enter in with the gods and go into the battle. Besides the Vikings battling and raiding, you know, they did engage in a lot of exploration. They were curious-minded individuals. Um, I know a lot of, some of history may depict them as barbaric, but they were really actually... Um, very educated in their crafts. They they were very skilled soldiers. They were skilled. Um, but they spent a lot of time exploring. Um, and they they did create some um, 
trade routes, like going back to Scandinavia where they kind of originated from. So they had trade routes going back and forth that away. Vikings that had that desire to really want to explore um, beyond like their homelands, they are kind of not credited, but they, they're the ones that looked kind of discovered uh, the United States area. And they did this prior to Columbus ever discovering America. Um, so it was around the year 1000 AD, somewhere right around there, a Viking by the name of Leif Erikson. He took a voyage across the North Atlantic Sea. Um, he uh, reached a land called Vinland. And the location of Vinland was... Um, modern-day Canada and the United States. They, they, what they did in this area is they actually established um, temporary settlements in Vinland. You know, they, they had simple structures. Um, you know, they had iron working in the area. You know, these were found out by archaeologists later. And these um, archaeological discoveries didn't happen until right around the 20th century, which that's when they discovered um, the ironworking and some of the temporary settlements that the Vikings had established um, for their ability to survive in that area. You know, so, and it's also thought that they had interactions with the indigenous people of the area, you know, in Vinland, you know, which are kind of looked at as the possible ancestors of our Native American tribes today. Um, so these these interactions weren't always a very conflict-battling interaction. They were thought to be peaceful interactions. And, um, you know, the I guess there was some conflict in those times, you know, because of the cultural exchanges during that time between you know the old and the new world supposedly and all that but um it kind of really reshapes our historical thought that christopher columbus discovered america when these vikings were some of the first people to really get out there and set sea and do a lot of exploring you know the the vikings had some exceptional navigational skills don't go down in history. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're braver. They're brave. And I was thought of because of their, their, uh, belief in the gods and Valhalla, you know, but you know, bravery can go beyond a battle. You know, they, they had that, the curiosity and bravery to sail beyond their homelands Today, Vikings are still <clears throat> really influencing our lives. Um, you know, they their shipbuilding techniques really drove the innovation of the ships that we use now. Um, and with that, with the ships that they used, it helped establish those trade routes and the trade routes that we use now. Um, their navigation ways help influence towards the GPS. Um, so they would use uh, the sun, the positioning of the sun to navigate the seas, you know, and if um, 
like it was an overcast or a cloudy day or anything like that, they would use a sunstone that polarized light. So it would help them figure out the position of the sun and orient orient them themselves um, accordingly. So they really helped influence and drive um, the GPS or the innovation of it. The word Bluetooth was actually, um, and we use it every day on most of all, all of our devices pretty much now. Um, the name of that was actually from the Viking King Harold Laton. I'm sure I've mispronounced that name, but um, his name translated to Bluetooth. Um, you know, this particular Viking King um, chose to communicate peacefully versus um, a violent war or anything like that. So um, the actual symbol of Bluetooth um, is a combination of the runic, the runic symbols of the name for Botland. It's his initials. So it's kind of a neat little thing how um, a Viking inspired the name of something that we use commonly every day. Um, these Vikings uh, inspired our language that we speak. The Viking language, um, we use a lot of their words in our today modern English language. Vikings um, actually helped, or well, not help, but they were some of the first individuals to actually ski. Um, the 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 Vikings were very skilled craftsmen and very, uh, like I said, innovative and intelligent. So whenever an area was snow, real snow, like heavy, heavy snow, it was very difficult to travel. So the Vikings used skis, which caused them to travel more easily. Um, so something that uh, one of the last biggest things that I've really like the fact that the Vikings helped um, establish and something that um, being throughout history being known as barbaric and uh, just evil individuals um, and dirty and just inhumane, they actually um, are credited for, you know, bringing them what we use as good hygiene today. You know, they um, were very clean individuals. They took baths um, at least once a week. Um, they changed their clothes regularly. You know, they cleaned fa their faces and hands once a day. You know, I believe they were the inventors of the comb, actually, and tweezers and razors. So where... Today, would we be without Vikings in our history? You know, it's it's um, no wonder they were romanticized and sought out and viewed throughout history. You know, some they have the some of the best stories. Um, where would some of these authors be with without Vikings? Um, so we accredited a lot more to Vikings than what people really think about um they're still influencing our world today so you know kind of leave you with um uh, this thought is you know 
they didn't see it that way. They didn't see how they influenced the world and how they're still influencing it today. So take your steps and, you know, make the world a better place when you go out today. Um, make sure you're thought about after, you know, after you're long and gone. So how can you impact the world like they impacted the world? May the gods of Asgard guide your steps toward their gates. In your journey, may it be safe and filled with light. May you find strength from Thor in your darkest hours. May you find wisdom from Odin in times of confusion. May you find beauty and lasting bonds from Freya and Frey. May the web be spun tightly with that which makes you stronger, happy, and wise. And may the gods always look upon you with good grace.